Amen. Praise the Lord. Well, let's pray one more time before we get into the Word of God and receive what God has for these next few moments. Father, we thank you once again for your love and grace and mercy. We thank you for what you've already done and what you're doing and going to do in our lives, home, and family. God, right now, as your word's about to go forward, Father, I pray that the hearers will hear, they'll be open and receptive, the heart will receive it in as they hear your word. It won't return void. And so, Father God, that uh, I just stand here before you, Father God, as a person that you can uh, use as your servant, God, that you speak through our vocal cords, think through our mind, it's all of you and none of us, that you just flow mildly here this morning and the rest of this service. And, Father, we're just going to give you the praise we're going to give you the glory, and thank you, Father God, in Jesus' name. Amen? Amen. You got your words, your phone, or whatever. Amen. Praise the Lord. Uh, let's just hold it up and confess God's word this morning. Father God, I hold your word. Read your word. Walk by it. Act by it. Talk by it. The world around me sees the word in me. Cause the word in me, the world around me will become changed. The Word tells me how to be saved, healed, filled, and blessed. I am what it says I am. I'm highly favored. This is my best year yet in Jesus' name. Come on and give Him one more hand clap of praise. Amen. Amen. I want to, the Lord has shared this morning with us to, or this week to share with you this morning some things and uh, uh, some a little review and some, some other things this morning. But I want to talk to you this morning that sometimes you don't hear and you won't hear a lot of it today uh, and everything that's going on. And uh, so, but let it be an encouragement to you. You know, when you come to the house of God, you're not supposed to really get beat up. You're supposed to be encouraged. Amen. Because the word encourages us. Amen. It will encourage. And it will correct, but it will encourage us. Amen. And you know, and if you'll work on correction, you'll, you, you'll get encouragement. You'll work on correction, you'll get encouragement. Amen. But so many times people just give a list of uh, don'ts and don'ts and don'ts and don'ts. And sometimes, you know, you ever been to one of those places, you know, you can't do this, you can't do that. And, uh, you know, you know, then you, you say, well, well, what can I do? Amen. Uh, what, what can I do? You know, and so this morning I want to talk about for a few moments, two powerful words, blessings and favor. Blessings and favor. And you know, so many times, uh, I think I mentioned the other night, so many times we, we are blessed and we don't even, we don't even sometimes t stop and thank God for the blessings we have because we want something else. We don't take time to thank God for the blessings we have. And so how can more blessings and the favor of God be, be upon us? Well, I want you to go with me to, to the book of Mark and, and look at some scripture here first and, and get this in your spirit. In Mark 11, I want you to go with me and look here. In Mark 11, look at it in the Bible on the screen. You got that Bible? Look in the Bible. In the King James this morning. You there? 
Mark 11, verse 21. This is, the, this is about the power of faith. And Peter calling to remembrance saith unto him, Master, behold, the fig tree which thou cursest is withered away. Now, if you remember the story, and if you don't remember the story, they was passing, going back into town one day, went by the fig tree, and they, you know, they wanted, they wanted, to, get a, they wanted to get a snack, or, or, or maybe that was their, their breakfast or whatever, I don't know, but they went there, and uh, there wasn't no figs on it. And so because it was not producing, Jesus just, Jesus cursed it, and then verse 21, And Peter called and remembered, saith unto him, Master, behold, a fig tree which thou cursed withered away. Withered away. Now, you know, people, people respond to us two ways. And Peter responded to Jesus. And knowing sometimes how Peter was, we may think that Peter was, it just blew Peter's mind away that it withered away. Or Peter had the response that, wow, that's the power of God. And so how do we respond sometimes? But Jesus answered and said unto him, have what? Faith in God. So see, if you think about this, go back to 21. Peter called and remembered, saith unto him, Master, behold, the fig tree which thy curse is withered away. It's withered away. You know, it almost sounds like and we know Peter was, 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 uh, had, had some, you know, he, he, was, he was human like us, so he dealt with some uh, doubt. Amen. And so by Jesus' response, it's almost like Peter was shocked about it. Because Jesus, Jesus told him, he says, have faith in God. And then he went on and explained that. He went on and says, for verily I say unto you that whosoever, say, somebody, can somebody shout, say, I'm a whosoever? You know, uh, in fact, John wrote down, Jesus said that for what? Whosoever. He says, for I say unto you that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea and shall not doubt in his heart, but, see, forget about what you just read, but what? Shall believe that those things which he said shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he said. John 3, 16 said, For God so loved the world that what? Whosoever what? Believeth on him should not perish, but have what? Everlasting life. How many whosoever's in here? Amen. Amen. My good, great God Almighty. That whosoever that you could get saved is the same whosoever through that same power. You can move mountains. Amen. See, we got that John 3, 16, but we can't get this sometimes. It's the same God, it's the same power, and not only is it the same God and same power, but if you ask that same God and that same power to come be the Lord of your life, that same power and that same God is in you, and so now you have mountain-moving power inside of you. Amen. It's in you. And he goes on to verse 24. And no, I don't want to make you mad, but now I'm going to catch you here in just a minute. Verse 24, Therefore I say unto you, what things soever you desire, who are we still talking about? Or whosoever. When you pray, believe you shall receive them and you shall have them. So what two things did he say do? Pray and believe. Pray and believe. 
But see, we pray, we try to believe, but then we go by what the doctor said. We pray, we try to believe, but we go by what the envelope said when we open it up from the mailbox, or today, from the email. We pray, we try to believe, but we, we let it override what we see. We let it override what we pray and believe. Now, what's a hang-up on this sometime? I'm glad you asked. Look what he threw in in verse 25. And when you stand praying, what's that next word? Compound word, forgive. And when you stand praying, see, you don't have to get down and beg and plead God and cut deals with him. When you stand praying, because see, you're moving forward in motion. So you up, you're standing, and you're praying, you're confessing, God, I'm a whosoever. I'm praying, I'm believing in the name of Jesus. You give me power over this mountain. This mountain's moving out of my way. See, you're already standing ready to go where the, mount, the mountain's there, and you can't go. But you in faith, you're already standing. Get that now. you standing already in faith, standing ready to go far because the mountain's going to move out of your way. You ain't sitting in the chair. You ain't laying down, agonizing, and pleading before God. You already, he says, stand up praying, hallelujah, that the mountain's going to move. But the one other thing that you got to do, as you stand, as you praying and believing, the third thing, you got to what? That's your blessing blocker. That's your blessing blocker. Forgive if you have ought against any. That your Father also, which is in heaven, may forgive you your trespasses. So the key thing is, if you're praying today, and you're believing, and the mountain ain't move, look at somebody. Check yourself. Check yourself. You got to check yourself. There's something, there's something you got hid out in one of them rooms in your heart in there that you, you got you to get forgiveness. He says... If you have ought against anybody, if you have ought against anybody, you got to what? Forgive them. You got to get that out of the way. And you think, well, you know, let me see. No, you ain't got to see. It'll come up. It'll surface. So you got to get this. So, so that is your blessing. That'll be your blessing and, and, and your favor blocker right there that you got to forgive. And you got to let things go. Amen. You got to let things go. So, so this morning, you got to believe. You got to pray. Say it again. I'm a whosoever. John 3, 16. And he said right here, whosoever. Say unto this mountain. Pray, believe, and forgive. And you got it. You got it. If you will pray, believe, and forgive. You got it. So you can't, you can't hold stuff against people. Because it don't bother them. It holds you back. It holds you back. You know. And people are going to talk about you. They're going to talk about you. So, so don't, don't get rise above that. How do you do that? You rise above that because you are whosoever that Jesus died on the cross for you. And you, you can overcome that. You see when you overcome that. Forgive those people. Let it go. Let it go. I, I, this wasn't even in the message, but God knows what he's doing. Let it go. Just forgive those people. 
Because when you go to them and let them know that you forgive them, that might be to break through to their salvation. Might be to break through to their salvation. Their salvation. You say, preach, I think I'm good with that. You think you're good with that? You'll know when you're not good with it. You see that person in the, in, in the store and you was here that aisle, go, ooh, going the other way now. That's that person. Nope, you need to go back. That's that person. There we go. That went to the little, that went to Kmart, you had them blue light specials. That went to blue light right there. You need to go to that person. Amen. You need to go to that person. You need to go to that person. Now, I know there's sometimes, you know, I'll be honest with you, there are sometimes in the store that I'm in a hurry. And I and I see somebody coming. Or I spot them before they spot me. That's a 40-minute conversation. I said, so come on down. I got to go. You know. Now that's the difference in in in, in having a, a, a you know an ought against somebody. That, that's a whole lot, that's a whole lot different, you know. Uh, you know, and, and, and sometimes, you know, you see those people coming, they're going to give you all their problems and, and, and things. And you know what I've, I've, I've started doing instead of running from those people, I just I say, hey, sister, bless your heart. You know, God is good today and he loves you. I don't know what you're going through, but you're going to be blessed today. Good to see you. I got to go. I'm running late. I got to go. God bless you. <laughs> Plant something in the heart. Amen. Plant something in the heart. Plant something in the heart. Because see, if you're not careful. Oh, thank you. If you're not careful, you, you'll get tied up with that person or you won't get tied up with that person. And then you'll make a comment to somebody else about that person. I just hate to get around it. They're always negative. They're always bad. And if you're not, and if you're not careful, that, 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 that'll be a little drop of a seed that'll come up in your heart. And we're not careful. We'll be said something that we really didn't mean about that person to somebody else. And then it got back to that person. Just... Take that and plant that in your heart this morning. Amen. But let me move. You know, here we are. And we're going to talk just a couple, a few more minutes about blessings and favor. But, uh, you know, if, if, you haven't, if you haven't really been blessed and walking in the favor this year, that we've been, we, we, we proclaim the first of the year. I don't know how many of you took one of these cards home or you, every time you go by the door, you just look at it. Yeah, there's that card. But in just a few more days, you've got three months left in this year. Do you know that? Three months left. And we declared and decreed that 2022, the word from the Lord, that this is the year of the open hand of God. Now, I want to encourage you this morning. If this has not happened in your life, it can happen before December the 31st. It's 31 days, right? Right, Brother John? See, Brother John knows everything. I just ask him. He knows. Sometimes he says, I don't know. Let me see on my phone. Amen. 31 days. But we've got three months left in this year. And if you have been seeing the blessings and the favor of God, just put it in the next year and see more of these next three months. But I believe and I have seen and we have witnessed some of these things on this very campus and the ministers of this church this year. The year of the open hand of God. Unusual, extraordinary, supernatural provisions. I trust you've been praying and believing that. And if you hadn't, I want to get you on. Get on the boat this morning. Look at somebody and say, get on the boat with us these next three months. Get on the boat. You teenagers got one of these cards. Get you one. No, are you looking at me like that? Hey, get you one. Get you one. 
We talked about this. The number 20 in the Hebrew represents an open hand given freely and provision. At the same time, 22, the number 22 in the Hebrew represents disorder and chaos. Have we seen that this year and this year of none? We've seen that. But the Lord said through the, through the man of God, he said, in the, in the midst of more and more chaos and disorder, more chaos and disorder, I will open my hand and will freely give to those who refuse to be shaken by it. And I'm going to tell you, we have seen that. We have seen, I have seen that in my personal life. I have seen that in the ministry of this church this year. Why? Because we refuse to be shaken by all the chaos and everything that's going on. When, 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 when famine comes, the Bible talks about when famine comes, you sow more. The natural world says when famine comes, you hoard up and hold on. That ain't what the Bible said. That ain't what they did in the Bible. But when you begin to give out and you begin to sow and you begin to give and give, God's blessings will come back to your life. God's blessings will come back. They will receive provision in the midst of chaos. And we've seen that. We've seen that. We've seen that. In fact, and we'll share this at the end of the year, but so far, and we believe we expect more. We expect more. But we, we, in all the years and all the finances we could recollect of this church or the history, we've had, we've had more giving. Uh, 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 the record month, a record month that's been the most that's ever been given in this church in a month was, was a month already happened in this year. And, that's a, and, and what is that? That ain't that we could hoard up more money. No, that we could go and help and minister and bless other people and help other people more. That's what that's all about. And the more you help, the more God's, the more blessings are going to come back your way. But the number 20 also represents expectancy. So expect the hand of God to manifest on your behalf, even in the midst of what? Disorder and chaos. And you know what? It may get worse out there, but for the child of God, it's going to get better. But you got to believe that. Amen. You got to believe that. You got to believe that. Because it is a year also of, of correction and direction and protection and perfection. And I'm walking in the perfection and the blessings of God. Can you say amen? amen. So I want to encourage you. Get this card and confess these things. Read these scriptures and believe. Man, these next three years. Do you know God can do for you the next three, three years? The next three months? Then, 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 then all you've tried to do these past uh, these past uh, nine months. Amen. God can do it. God can do it. Look at this right quick. Proverbs 28 and 20. Look at the first part of this verse in the King James. A faithful man shall abound with what? So all you got to say, look at somebody. All you, look at somebody with bold say, oh, lady, look at somebody. Say, all you got to do is be faithful. Faithful man shall abound with blessings. All you got to do is just be faithful this morning. Just be faithful this morning. That's all you got to do is just be faithful. Look at this in the NIV. A faithful person will be richly blessed. Some, can somebody shout, that's me. that's me. Not to store it up, but to plant seed. Because you only get a harvest by what? Planting. But one eager to get rich will not go unpunished. And look at this in the uh, message. Committed and persistent work. How many knows committed and persistent work pays off? Get rich quick schemes or rip off? 
Got to witness anybody's been ripped off before. Amen. Hallelujah. Yours truly. Amen. But it's the blessings of God. Why? God wants to bless his people because he loves his people. Amen. And if we're faithful to him, the blessings of the Lord is on your life. The blessings of the Lord is on your life. And church, sometimes, I think sometimes we get blessings. We, we get blessings mixed up with other things in life itself. You know, I heard a story this week of this man. He was, I think he was like, he was 14 years old. This happened years ago. He was 14 years ago, and he was out with his dad. And PTO, they was running the PTO behind the tractor to a shaft or something. And he was jumping over that, and he had a, he had a, uh, some of you may have seen this. I heard this as a story about it, actually, TV show thing about it. But he had a, uh, Croker sack. Now, some of y'all may not know what that is. Amen. That's a brown big bag, guys. Okay, you teenagers. It was a croker sack. But he had that, and he, was, he jumped over that thing a few times, and, 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 and then he jumped back over. And that, he, he had that croker sack around his hand. And that, that PTO, as you know, turning like that, he grabbed that croker sack and grabbed his hand and yanked his arm off. But this guy grew up, he's from Alabama, still living today. Overcome that adversity. Grew up, his dad at that time started a little nursery. And the family today, uh, he's, he's retiring now, I think he's in his 70s. He had a, had a kid, his kid, and uh, with his wife. Uh, his son has taken over that nursery, but I mean a big full-blown nursery. He grows from, grows uh, all kind of... Uh, plants and things, but then long story short, but his testimony was at the end that, that, you know, and, and sometimes I, this is just me. Okay. But, but he, he, he think, he thanked God. He was thanking God that he lost his arm because if he had to go back, he would have not changed any of that. But, but my friend, and I'm, I don't mean to discredit him, but the truth is God was not in taking the guy's arm off. Now, God's blessings come in and helped him and, and because he committed to the Lord and gave him favor and everything got good. But so many times, if we're not careful, when bad things happen, we want to give credit to God for that. But God's not into bad business. The Bible says all good and perfect gifts come from above. You know, and, uh, and, and, and I think I said that the devil, uh, God will never have to go to the devil to borrow anything bad to put on somebody to get them to the Lord. So, you know, what we do in those bad situations, we praise God that we're coming out and we're going to become better uh, because God's going to, you know, make us better because of what the devil wanted to do. But so we have to be careful in, in those things. But he was sharing, you know, of, of, of that because of that. But see, you know, so many, so many things are not really blessings of God. I mean, you know, there's some natural things that's just going just gonna to happen. Hey, man, if your tire gets a hole in it, guess what's going to run out of it? The air. And you're going to have a what? You're going to have a flat tire. Hey, man, those are just natural things. Hey, man. And, and you leave today and you don't stop at a gas tank, a uh, gas station uh, before long and you keep going and going. The natural thing is you just, your, your car or vehicle is just going to what? Run out of gas. I mean, so there's natural things going to happen. And just like that guy, you know, uh, that, that. You know, you're just playing over that thing like that. The natural thing, that thing's going to, and it did. And 
But now, you know, but now prayer could have been in there. There could have been probably more praying and more of the anointing over those children and, and, and the blessings of God over, and that thing could, could not have happened, would not have happened. Now, you know, but I'm just, I'm just saying so many times we, people just want to take bad things and say it's the blessings of God. That's not, that's not the blessings of God. Amen. But God, isn't you, aren't you glad that God will come on the scene of a bad thing and, and, and bless you for whatever the devil wanted to do? Amen. And so we have to get understanding of that. But church, you know, you know, don't don't just say, well, that was a blessing of the Lord. No, you know, that was the devil wanting to take you out. But aren't you glad God turned the thing around? Amen. See, the devil come with all kind of things where it was unemployment or or bad habits or bad situations to take your life out or even take your family. Out. But bless God, you're here today and you're looking to God and God's got better plans for your life because he wants the blessings of God, of him on your life. Amen. Man. He wants to bless you today, man. And so when we get in line, do, would anybody like, to, is anybody in line for blessings today? Yeah. What is that? It's simply just following the love of the Lord and his word, following his word and just serving him. Does that mean you're perfect? No. no. In fact, I don't even see anybody that even looks even close to looking perfect. Amen. And I know that because I looked in the mirror this morning and I said, you sure ain't perfect. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. I said, now you ain't perfect, and I'm going to look at a pile of other folks today that ain't perfect. But thank God we have the love of Jesus, the blood of Jesus in us, amen. And he will flow in us, and he loves us because he sent his only son to die for you, that you can have freedom and blessedness, and the glory of God can be on your life. He wants to bless you, amen. God wants to bless you. He wants to bless you. Ephesians 1.3. Right, cool. just, just go over. Okay. Blessed be the God of our Father, Lord Jesus Christ. He's blessed us with what? All spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. And, and, and look at this one. Look at this in the, uh, in the Passion Translation. Every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realm has already been lavished upon us as a love gift from our wonderful heavenly Father. Can you say amen? amen. The Father of our Lord Jesus all, the Father of our Lord Jesus, all because he sees us wrapped up in Christ. This is why we celebrate him with all of our hearts. Are we wrapped up in Jesus today? Are we wrapped up in the news? Are we wrapped up in what the doctor's saying? Are we wrapped up in, you better be wrapped up in Jesus today, amen. And if you're wrapped up in Jesus and trust him, I'm telling you, man, God's blessings on you, amen. You know, just think, you know, so many blessings of God is on our lives today. And, and, and receive those blessings. Acknowledge the blessings of God. Acknowledge the blessings of God. Proverbs 10, 6. Just go to the NIV, guys. Blessings crown the head of the righteous. Somebody look at, look at, look, look at somebody and, and do that to them and say, that's me. Blessings crown the head of righteous. Blessings crown the head of the righteousness. So what is righteousness? What's righteousness? Right standing with God. Amen. We, we have right standing with God. It's not nothing you've done, but it's what Jesus done. And see, the thing about it is when you accept Jesus, then you accept the righteousness of God. In you. It's not nothing you do. You can't come to church enough to do it. You can't sing enough to do it. You can't clean the commodes at church enough to get it. it, it it's a gift Jesus gave to you. And all you got to do is receive it. All you got to do is just receive it. Amen. You know, if I throw $20 down here, the one that, one that get, comes up here and gets is the one that's going to receive it. Amen. Amen. 
or anything. It's the one that's got to come and receive it. You got, you got, you got to come and you got to come and receive. You got to come and believe it. Amen. And it's just that simple with Jesus. Now, when you receive that, he says, the crown of righteousness, blessings and favor and glory is on your life. Look at somebody and say, I'm blessed. You bless the blessings of God. You got up this morning. Come to church. Blessings of God. Amen. Amen. The blessings of God is on your life. And continue to portray that and believe that. Now, what is favor? Favor goes the next step. Favor is this. Divine favor has been singled out by God for special treatment. Has God singled you out? The favor of God, we see, I, we see the favor of God on things around here. We see the favor of God on some things. Man, some, I'm telling you, the favor of God on some things this week I could share with you. Well, this church would, 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 would probably make some of the top of your head smoke or something, you know? But, but if you don't believe that. But it's the favor of God. What is the, fa the, what is the favor of God? It, it, it's, when, it's that special treatment that when we follow in God and trust in Him and believe in Him, not walking in doubt, but walking in faith, I'm telling you, He'll show up because He said, that's my child. I want to do some special things there. That's the favor of God. That's the favor of God. I mean, who'd, who'd ever thought, who'd ever thought, man, that, you know, you know, we had, we had two buildings given to the ministry of this church up time. Two buildings just give to us. That's the favor of God. That's the blessing. That's the favor of God. It's the favor of God. And then ended up with a, with, with, with the lot beside of, side of one of those buildings. And well, with side of those, and that's the thing about those two buildings were side by side. Now, what, what's the chance of that happening? That's the favor of God. And we could go on and on and some, some, some other things. I mean, that's just a favor of God. Just a favor of God. I mean, we have a, I don't know, $20,000, uh, probably more than that, all, you know, uh, tractor down there at the, at, the, uh, at the ball field. Just just given to the church. I mean, just, he said, man, I just want to give this to the, to the church. You know, and, you know, that's the favor of God. That's the favor of God. He was that... I don't know if I ever told that story, but some of you got to go eat right quick, but just give me just a second. I got five minutes, amen. But you know, business guy, and he says, uh, he says, you know, I'm going to sell that tractor. He said, y'all be, I said, man, we'd be interested in that tractor. And he said, okay. And so I went home, told Pastor Betty, I said, uh, I said, he going to give us that tractor. He going to give us, he going to give that tractor to the ministry. He going to give that tractor to the ministry. And for the next, I don't know if it was that, early that next morning, early that next morning, he called and said, Pastor, he said, I just want to let you know, I'm just going to bless the church for that. I, I hung up the phone and said, I told you so. <laughs> told you. I just believed that. Amen. I just believed that. Believe that. But you got to believe those things. Just like we believed a lot of other things and, and, and some things that happened this week, believed and, and, and some more things that's going to, I can't share with you some things that happened this week because there's some other things going to happen because of that. And I don't want to get, I don't want to get ahead of God and mess that up. We'll tell you that later. But I'm telling you, it's just, it's the favor of God. And see, you need, and we were talking about this in class this morning. I had to quite, sort of be quiet in class. But see, you need to walk around. And talk about that I'm, you know, I, I, I got the favor of God on my life. I got the blessings of God. Now, see, some people think you got the big head. Well, they think you got something anyhow. Hey, Amen. But it is a fact. Hey, Amen. You are a child of God. You are a king's kid. And you need to proclaim. You need to, first of all, tell yourself that. Hey, Amen. 
Tell yourself that and quit walking around saying, well, I don't know what I'm going to do or, oh God, he's going out to help us and all of this. No, if you trust God and believe God is bigger than any problem, then if you begin to believe that, trust in that, believe that, and don't have no all against nobody, I'm telling you, the blessing, God wants to bless you and he wants to increase you in the favor of his blessings on you. Give you two other scriptures. Psalms 84, 11. He says, for the Lord God is a sun and a shield. You, some of you need to remember that next week. The Lord will give you grace and glory. Some of you jump over a pew on this. No good thing will he withhold from them that walk uprightly. No good thing will he withhold from them that walk upright. You know what we read in Mark a while ago? He said, stand what? Praying. Walk uprightly. Bless God, because we moving on. Amen. We moving on. You remember, you remember, you only need, you only need to be in, in, in two, 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 um, two positions in your life you ever need to be in. You need to be up or getting back up. Be up or getting back up. I'll never be down waiting on somebody to pull you up because that means you want some, you want some pity from somebody. And I'm telling you, you can get pity all day from somebody and all that's going to do is help your ego, but it ain't going to do nothing to you and the situation you're in. Amen. Amen. Look at somebody and say, did you get that? <laughs> did you get that? You get that. All right, we got to go. Acts, let's, guys, move on down to Acts 247. Acts 247. Praise God in having favor with all people. See, you'll have favor with all people. And the Lord added to the church daily such as should be saved. Having favor with all people. Man, I tell you what, you know, Pastor Betty, I don't know if she got it somewhere, but she says, you know, everything moves with the speed of relationship. And that's so true. And, and, and God will put you in positions with people. I mean, God, God set us up this week in positions with some people, met some other people uh, for this ministry. Just, I, said, I just said, oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I said, I can't shout in here. They all think they'll all call somebody. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. But bless God, I just go to the restroom or something. Amen. But just thank you, God. But it's favor, the favor of God, the blessings and the favor of God is when we just commit ourselves to him. I'm telling you, man, he'll begin to line things up. He'll begin to bless you and favor in your life. And if you're here this morning, you say, well, preacher, that ain't happening to me. Well, go back and, and do, what, do what Jesus was telling Mark and all them other guys. I mean, yeah, Jesus telling Peter and all them other guys in Mark 11 what to do is to pray, to believe, and, and, and let all you pass go of all those people you want to bless out. Let all that go. In fact, if you want to bless them out, don't bless them out. Bless them. Don't bless them out. Bless them. Go, do, go, go plant something in their life. Go help them. Amen. And, and it ain't a peace offering. It's a love offering to them. Amen. And, and be open to the Lord. Let him just flow in your life. Let him flow. I'm telling you, you're blessed today. You're blessed today. 